So now, do you think you as a black man could go into Chinatown and open up a Chinese food restaurant and the Chinese people buy from you? But what if they went into a Chinese food restaurant and the food wasn't good, do you think they would buy from you then? They still wouldn't buy from you, right? So now, you go to where the Arabs live out by Ford City. Who owns the businesses where the Arabs live? Oh, you call them Arabs. Who owns the business where the Arabs live? They do, is that right? You can't go into the Arab neighborhood, opening a business in their community, selling their children pig feet. They will run you out of their neighborhood, right or wrong. If you go to Schomburg, where the Jews live, who owns the businesses? They do, right? If you go on commercial, where the Hispanics live, who owns the businesses? The Hispanics, right? Signs are in Spanish. You can't even read the signs, right? All you know is give me a taco. That's all you know, right? You go to um, Little Italy. Who owns the businesses? Italians do, is that right? You go to Greek Town, and y'all go to Greek Town because you like to eat in those restaurants, right? You look at the sign, it's in Greek. You don't know what it says. All you know is it's Greek food. It tastes good, right? So every ethnic group owns the businesses where they live, except who? Except black people. You got Arabs, you got Koreans, you got white, you got Jews, you got Hispanics, you got everybody but us. And some of you sisters will go to the nail shop, to the Koreans, you wouldn't even go to a black nail tech. Right or wrong? You go to the Koreans, do you think they would come to you? And you go, you, I know you say, well I did go to a black nail tech, I started there, but see black people glue don't stick right. The glue ain't the same, they do a filler and it look all crazy, right? So you left the black nail tech and went to the Koreans and you sat down in front of them, she has a mask on, you have nothing. She's smiling at you, you think she likes you, but she's smiling because you've given her the money. That's the only reason. Go in there and say, let me get one on credit. And see him come from the back and throw you out. So now, so us being economically dead is because we don't own the businesses where we live. And then when we open up a business, do we support that business? No, we don't. Is that right? That's because we're dead economically. See, when something is dead, it doesn't function the way that it's supposed to function. When, when the phone is dead, it's not functioning right, right? When the concert is dead, and you got young jock on the stage, or whoever you like, right? And people aren't dancing or moving, then you say it's dead, is that right? So it's not functioning right. So economically, we would have to say yes, is that right? What about politically? Now, I know you say, well, black people vote. We sure do vote. Every election, right? Yeah, we do vote. But what do we have for our vote? We have nothing to show for our participation in the political process, right? So now, and part of the reason is because we don't have any economics in our community. See, politics, as the Honorable Louis Farrakhan said, politics without economics is symbol without substance. What the politicians are doing are making laws to facilitate business in whatever community that they live in. That's what politicians do, right? So if we don't have any business, then the politician can't benefit us. You understand what I'm saying? And our politicians, many of them, when they get in office, do they serve our interests or do they serve white people's interests? Most of them serve white people's interests. You understand what I'm saying? So if we look politically, politically dead, what about socially? How does society look at black people? 
They look up to black people or they look down on black people. I'm going to give you a few examples. Did y'all hear about the brother that got shot in New York on his wedding day? Right? He's leaving the bachelor party. Three brothers get in the car. Plain Coast police officer runs up. I guess the brothers thought they were getting jacked and try to drive away. Five police officers come, unload 50 bullets in the car. One police officer reloaded and emptied his clip again. So now, in police brutality, mostly happens to who? Black people. You, you heard of driving while black, right? Now, one white senator said he couldn't imagine getting pulled over because he was white. Even if you've never been pulled over because you were black, you could at least imagine that happening to you, right? Even if it's never happened, you can imagine. That's why black people are scared to pass the police. You see the police driving? He could be driving five miles an hour in a 35 zone and no black person will pass the police except me. And I did do this. All praise is due to Allah. Now, I was on my way to work and the police officer driving ridiculously slow. And I said, look, I'm not like all these other black people. I'm not scared to pass a police officer. So I passed him and he pulled me over and gave me two bogus tickets. And I went to court and I won the case, but I had to take a day off work to go to court. I don't know if y'all heard the song that um, Jay-Z did, Jigga Muhammad Not Guilty. Did y'all hear that? They remixed the song after I won the case. I, okay, maybe y'all didn't hear, I don't know. <laughs> All praise is due to a lot. Now, so, we have the example of the brother in New York. When Hurricane Katrina came, why do you think it took the government so long to bring aid to black people? It's because of the way the society looks down on black people. In this society, black people are not valued, right? So when the news came out and these people were in a hurricane and they were going to find food so they could live, right? which is only natural. And these stores have insurance, right or wrong. So what they were losing was already paid for, right? So now they put it on the news, and I have the article right here in my hand, because black people don't believe you. Unless you can bring a white man that says the same thing you're saying. Then they'll believe you. So now, here's the article from salon.com, which is not black, it's white, okay? I'm just using it because I have to bring them so you'll believe what I'm saying. Y'all got that? So now, Salon.com, they show how when they reported the black people going in the stores getting food to live, they called them looters, right? And when they reported the white people going in stores to get food to live, they called them finders. I'm going to read it for you. A young man walks through chest deep flood water after looting a grocery store in New Orleans on Tuesday, August 30th, 2005. Young black man. Now it's two white people. Two residents wade through chest deep water after finding bread and soda from a local grocery store. So now, why would they use a different language? All praises due to lie. It's because the way they view us in this society. Are y'all with me? I, I had an oh now. And we don't do anything to help the situation as black people. Y'all heard of Flavor Flav, right? He has a show called The Flavor of Love, right? And some of y'all love the show. I know. And I know some of y'all say, man, delicious. I don't get what you say, but delicious fine as hell, brother. You know what I'm saying? Right? That's what you say. Now, see, what the enemy has always wanted 
so he could justify his view of us, he's always found one of us that justified his view of us. You understand what I'm saying? So now I'm going to give you a man by the name of Burt Williams. Y'all remember when white people used to put on blackface and they used to act like black people, right? So now and they made a lot of, see this is before movies were out. So the entertainment at that time, um, I'm trying to find the name. Minstrels, right. So you would come to these shows and there would be a white actor with um, shoe polish on his face, right? And he would be acting black, right? So now, and these people made millions of dollars. So a black man by the name of Burt Williams, he became a minstrel actor, right? And the white man paid him, and this is in like 1915, the white man paid him $6,500 a week to get on stage and make black people look bad. Now, let's, now this is in 1915. $6,500 a week in 1915. That's like when a loaf of bread was a nickel. Right? You could buy a whole bag of groceries for $3. Right? This man is getting paid $6,500 a week. Y'all don't get $6,500 a week right now. And it's 2006. This is 1915. But he would pay him that because to justify his view of black people. Now, Burt Williams said in an interview that he couldn't even go to the local uh, tavern and get a drink because blacks were not allowed. So what does that mean? See, the enemy used his portrayal, I'm talking about Burt Williams' portrayal of black people, to justify how he treated all the other black people, including Burt Williams. You understand what I'm saying?